Hi everybody, welcome to episode 15 of Team Talk. Um, the usual Friday show, it's going to be the predictions for the upcoming Premier League games at the weekend. Um, update, David Beckham's grandmother is a size 5. So we were three sizes off, which weren't too bad, based yeah. on the fact that it was a complete guess. I thought she was Fred Flintstone down the street when yeah. he bowling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. So yeah, we'll just get dive straight into it. Um, the first game of the weekend coming up, we've got Chelsea at home against Crystal Palace. Matt, how have you got that one going? Yeah, I think there's going to be some goals, um, obviously. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go for a Chelsea win, but do you know what? I was, when I was doing this, I was looking at this. I, I am going to go for a Chelsea win, but I don't know if I'm doing it just on name, if it's because it's Chelsea. I mean, you'd like to think that by now, them players would have gelled together and they'll start hitting a bit of form. But, I mean, I know they played Tottenham in the week, which is not an easy game, but they've just not, obviously, West Brom last week. I know they pulled it back, but they started badly. I did say, when our league prediction, though, that I did think because of the amount of new players they've got, it would take them time to um, to start gelling together. But, you did, yeah. I mean, Palace have got an opportunity here to, to beat them because I think Liverpool took that opportunity when they played. Um, but, I mean, if you want to play Chelsea, you play them at the start of the season for all the reasons I've just said. But I do think Chelsea will probably have a bit too much for them. And so I'm going to go with the Chelsea win. Yeah, no, I've gone the same. Um, I feel like, I think Crystal Palace have got one of the best records outside the top six away against the top six, if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> That's like one of them. <laughs> my, my uncle's gardener's <laughs> dog-catching cat told me. <laughs> that Jaden Sancho is going to sign for Man United this week. Oh, yeah, to throw it in there nice and early. Um, yeah, no, Palace have got a good record away against the top six, one of the best in the league. Um, but I, I agree, I think Chelsea will have too much for them. They've had a, a shaky week, um, obviously, with a 3 3 draw and then being knocked out of the cup. And I think they played okay in both of those games. They were a little bit unlucky not to win both. Um, but like you say, it's a whole new team. Thiago Silva looks a bit shaky at the back. Uh, they've got the new goalkeeper, so he might be a little bit, um, a little bit edgy on his on his Premier League debut. But I, I think Chelsea will have too much, so I'm going with a Chelsea win as well. Cool. Um, the three o'clock kickoff we've got is Everton, who have started absolutely on fire against Brighton, who have just lost two games back to back against the mighty Manchester United. Um, how do you see that one going? Again, I'm going to go for Everton win, but I think this will be a good test for Everton because Brighton have played very, very well against the teams they've played against. They've played well against Man United in the league. Also, they played well in the other two games they played, and I think this will be a very good test for Everton. I'm really to change my mind then, but I'm going to go for an Everton win. Um, like I say, Brighton were unlucky to lose last week. I mean, to be fair to Man United, when they scored, when Rashford scored, did look um, did look lethal on that breakaway, but I think. I think Brighton have gone down in history as the only team ever to concede a goal after the final whistle has gone. Um, but I I do think Everton have got a bit too much going forward. They do look a bit shaky at the back, though. And Brighton obviously have proven that they can score goals. Um, but one thing that we've got so far, I can't believe how many goals there are mm. in the league already. I can't believe it. I, it's just, it's non-stop. It, what an impact the, the, having the fans not in the ground has made. It's, I think I said it on one of the other episodes about the defenders, but I think it's the whole thing. It's just like it's a, a training match. You know, it's like everyone's not obviously going forward. Everyone's on it and on point. But at the back, it's like they're all a yard off. Um, I mean, high. I think this could be another one. It could be another high score and 4-2 Everton maybe. Could very easily be a high scoring game. But what have you got? Uh, yeah, I've gone Everton as well. Um, I do think it'll be closer than what most people think. Brighton are a very well-coached team. 
obviously, but they have leaked six goals in the last two games and against what I'll admit isn't a great Manchester United squad at the minute, not playing very well. And Everton have obviously started on fire. Uh, Calvert-Lewin scored two hat-tricks in two games uh, at Goodison Park. So that this obviously this could be a could be a third and he's really on fire. Interesting stat I saw the other day. Since Ancelotti took over at Everton, no one has scored more Premier League goals than Calvert-Lewin. So I don't know how he's got him playing so well. I don't know. He, he sort of just told him to sort of stay up there in between the sticks. As stupid as it sounds, as, as your number nine, which is where you want them. You don't, Calvert-Lewin brings nothing else to the game. He's just literally up there, sits in between the two centre-backs. And most of his goals, I mean, even the six that he scored, they're all tap-ins. One bounced back off the post. One of them was a back heel from a, from inside the six-yard box. Um, but yeah, I think I've, I've got an Everton win as well. I can't really see it going any other way. But we, we've done this before. I mean, the, it's been so unpredictable these first two or three weeks. What a start to the league. It's been so entertaining, so many goals. But um, I'd be surprised if Everton, Everton didn't take three points from from that game. Uh, we've then got a 5.30 kickoff. Leeds United versus Manchester City. How do you see that one going? If Man City hadn't lost last week like they did, and I'm not even joking, I'd have put Leeds down. I've got to go Man City for two reasons. I think one, because, again, it's Man City, and two, because they lost last week. And you know what they're like coming back when they've just lost. They shouldn't have lost like that at home. They're going to know that. But Leeds, Leeds are not going to have seen that. Leeds are not going to roll over. They're going to be at them. They're going to be in their face. But I think this Man City, on the back of what they did last week, is also going to be at Leeds and in their face and, and wanting to to really, really prove a point that they're serious this season. Because if Man City lose this game, you could argue that they're not obviously not out of the title race, but they're on their way to being out of the title race, yeah. especially if someone like Liverpool wins again. So again, I think there'll be goals in this. You know, this could very easily be another four three or something like that. But yeah, I'm I'm going to go Man City. Yeah, I think it's hard to look past a Man City win. So I've gone Man City as well, and and I think it's going to be on the backlash of a loss. Uh, I think you mentioned it in one of the earlier episodes. They lost at some point last season. Yeah, they lost in to the Wolves, game. didn't they? And played Watford the week after. And that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. So I feel like that's going to be. I mean, they played in the cup uh, midweek, and I think won three 0 and I think they're going to be. It's going to be a matter of they have to win because it's already looking like, I mean, both of our Premier League predictions, we thought Liverpool might take the foot off the pedal. I know it's early doors, but they seem to be more adamant now than they were even last season. All the players look fitter, they look at it, it doesn't look like they're slowing down. So I know, again, I know it's early on, I know a lot can change, but I think Man City, this is a really big game for them. Um, and yeah, I think, I, think they'll, I think they'll do a job on Leeds. Um, we've then got the eight o'clock kickoff on Saturday, last game of the day. Uh, Newcastle United at home against Burnley. How do you see that one going? Only just, but I think Newcastle are going to win. Mm. Um, could go either way. Burnley are not a bad team. You know they've, they've played well, but I mean, Burn. Well, let's touch on Burnley for a second. Burnley need they need to win. I mean, I think they've won yet, haven't they? I'm not sure. I don't think so. They, they've not won. In fact, they haven't won. I know they haven't won. And I mean, teams are, are scoring goals all the time, and it. People are winning when they shouldn't be winning. You do in this league where everyone's taking points. You do not want to be cast adrift because if things start going back to normal, and all of a sudden you're twelve points behind, you got you going down. You've got a big problem. Dash shall have them, have them playing well, but I mean, so will Steve Bruce. You know, he'll, he'll he'll have them fired up for this game. He'll know he's not stupid. He'll know. I mean, I, I had Man City, Newcastle to finish in, in the mid-table. And in order to do that, you have to take your points where you can. If they don't win this game, 
And I know we're only a couple of games in, but this is the kind of game that winning it puts you halfway up the league and losing it fires you into a relegation battle later on in the season. When you look at Villa, and we're not going to say too much because they'll, they'll be coming back, but Villa have won games that are going to give them that little bit of a cushion and Newcastle need to do that in order to, I'm not saying to avoid relegation, but in order to get into that mid-table bit and look to build on something. Definitely. And I do think they're going to have too much form, a bit too much pace and probably a bit too much quality. Um, but it could go either way, but I am going to go Newcastle. Yeah, I've got Newcastle as well. I think um, we spoke about those games that managers will probably look at at the start of the season and think, right, that, that needs to be three points. I think if, if Newcastle don't get three points here, it just, it, it, like we said, set, sets a sort of precedent that they're going to be down there to start with. And even though it's two, three, four games in, mentally you see yourself down there and even though it's so early, you do already feel like I mean, we need to get out of this position, and yeah. you're straight. You're already in that sort of battling relegation mode, even though it's so far off. So you could very easily come up against. Uh, I, I don't know their fixtures, um, but I mean, if they don't win this sooner or later, they're going to be playing Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Wolves, Man Tottenham, Man United, <laughs> and and you know, if you ain't got points on the board and you're going into those games, it's almost well, you know, okay, we're in a bit of trouble now. You know what we're going to do. Whereas if you can go in to those kind of games, those harder, so-called tougher games, with points on the board, it will give you a bit of confidence. Mm. Yeah, I think um, again, Burnley's one of them games. When you look at the whole league and you look at maybe home fixtures, which I know fans aren't there, but if you look at your home fixtures and think where are the easy games, there might be two or three where you think we need those guaranteed points. And I think Newcastle would look at this as one of those. I mean, you probably think maybe Fulham and West Brom. Other than that, there's no easy game out there. No. Um, this is probably one of the easier ones. And if you lose this game, like you say, they're going to come up against... Um, you've got to play the big six and you play them home and away. So there's 12 games there that if you're struggling and under pressure, it's not going to make those games any easier. But no. uh, yeah, I think Newcastle, well, I hope Newcastle just, just get a result there. Um, and then the first game we've got on Sunday, um, we've got 12 o'clock kickoff. two of them, the first one being Leicester at home against West Ham United. How, what are your thoughts on that one? Well, it depends if Moyes is there, because obviously he wasn't there last week and they won 4-0. So. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he's back, they'll probably lose, but um, he's got that, that magic wand. Um, no, I've gone with I've gone with Leicester. Um, I mean, the, Leicester are a good team. West Ham, you know, they shouldn't be losing like they are to the teams that they are losing to. They should be better. Moyes has got to take responsibility for that. Probably got to go. And I think that's what will happen at some point. They'll they'll flounder around the bottom end of the league. Moyes will be sacked. Someone else will come in. They'll probably finish mid lower mid table. But Leicester, I mean they're, they're playing fantastic. Vardy's obviously on fire. They they can't you can't go to Man City away and win. 5-2, and then the week after, play West Ham at home and be predicted to lose. You yeah. know what I mean? You just can't, that can't happen. So, for a load of reasons, but that being the main one, I'm going for Leicester. Yeah, you pretty much said everything I was I was going to say there. Mainly, I was reading off your sheet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mainly the um, and the fact that you can't go away to possibly, arguably, the toughest place to go in the league, win 5-2, and then arguably go against one of the worst performing teams in the league and lose. So, I can't see anything here but a Leicester win. Um, not much more, much else to say on it, really. They've started the season really well. Um, yeah, Man City's defence didn't look great, but I'm not being funny to still go there and put five away. Says a lot about you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think Leicester, they had a good start last year um, and they look like they're continuing that on. Can they keep it up for the season? I suppose we'll see. But 
I can't see West Ham going there and, and getting anything. Um, the next game, which is also a 12 o'clock kickoff, uh, Southampton against West Bromwich Albion. What have you got on that one? Southampton. Um, I mean, I know they got the first win last week. I, I think they're better than than what they've been performing. Danny Ings is one of my favourite favourite strikers in in the league. Um, I think Southampton have too much for. I mean, it's been no secret that I'm not the biggest fan of, of West Brom. With nothing against the club, but I think the the poor. Mm. And I mean, people will say, "Well, hang on a minute." You know, they went three 0 up against Chelsea last week, and yes, they did, but they also threw that away. Yeah. And if you can't win. As a professional Premier League football club in arguably the toughest and greatest and most competitive league in the world, if you're three nil up at half time and you score three nil goal three goals at home, you win that game. And the fact that they can't see professionally see out that win is a dis- they should be ashamed of themselves. Well, who are you playing against? Fair enough, you can see one. Fair enough, you can see two. But Chelsea would have ha- and did have to come at them. They would have had it. They would have left themselves exposed at the back. And West Brom just could not take advantage of it and they've just set a marker now for everyone else that plays against them in the season if they're 2-0 up with 20 minutes to go the other team aren't thinking about next week they're thinking you know what I'll probably still get some out of this and even if it's 10 minutes to go or into injury time and, and the other team gets a corner they, if they keep doing this the other teams are still going to be up for this thinking you know what we, we could probably get some out of this and if this happens again two or three more times West Brom at the last closing minutes of a game, if they're winning, they're going to start getting nervous. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And they've really shot themselves in the foot. That was a major opportunity, a great position they got themselves into last week, and they threw it away. Yeah, I've gone with the Southampton as well, and I was just going to argue the same point that many people will say, hold on a minute, they put three goals in against Chelsea. And I think it's going to sound weird that maybe them losing against Chelsea 1-0, 2-0 would have done better for them, because even though they got a point out of that game, Teams now, no matter if they're two, three nil up, are going to think we can claw this back. And I'm not being funny. Chelsea didn't just claw it back. Chelsea could have won that game. Mm. It didn't look out of the question for them to win that game. And and, and like you said, if you say to a professional football team in in the world's top league, we're going to give you a three nil start. You've got 45 minutes. Hang on to it. Yeah. And they draw three three. It says a lot about that team. So yeah, I think uh, despite putting three goals in against Chelsea, who don't look great defensively, so I'm not giving them massive credit for that because they also scored two against Everton, but they've just shown they can't hold on to a game. There's no game management. I can't, I, I just don't rate them at all. And I stand by my statement that I think they potentially will break Derby's record for the worst Premier League's points total. So yeah, uh, Southampton win there. Uh, we've then got a couple of big games, sort of top six, seven teams playing. So then we've got Arsenal, two o'clock, um, at home against Sheffield United. How do you see that one going? Arsenal, 100% Arsenal. Um, Sheffield United hadn't scored. They're the only team that hadn't scored. Oh, you know? I did not. I was, looking at, I was looking at a table when I was trying to figure out your question. And um, which I'm going to put at the end of the show, by the way. They um, <laughs> they had scored. And uh, with the amount of goals that's going in the Premier League this season, attacking and open it is, that's a real worry for them. Mm. Um, but yeah, Arsenal, I think I said at the start of the season, um, Arsenal have got an opportunity to really get some points on the board and start com- trying to compete, certainly for that top six, maybe for that top four, depending on how everyone else does. Um, no, I don't think Sheffield United will make it tough for them. Certainly not going to roll over. Wilder won't let that happen. But Arsenal are just, they're just too good for them. I mean, that, that forward four, Pepe, Aubameyang, Lacazette, Villian, the, Sheffield United ain't got anything like that. And the more I, I said that this I, Sheffield United have fell more quickly than I thought they would. I thought this season they'd, um, they'd finish around mid table. 
probably try and do the same thing again, a few bargain buys and get borrowing a few players and try to turn someone's career around like they yeah, have done. They haven't done anything, have they? They've done nothing. Yeah. And I think that I think it really shows I, I, they need to start they need to sort themselves out. This is not the game they sort themselves out, but they, they could be going down then. Yeah, no, it wouldn't surprise. It would be a surprise when we had them. I think we had them in that sort of group from ninth to twelfth, didn't we originally? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, it's looking like that early season form, and, and I agree. I can't really see anything other than an Arsenal win. But you know, last season these are the sort of games that the big teams do drop points in occasionally, and that's the reason instead of challenging for titles or being comfortably in the top four, you finish fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and you're challenging for the Europa League. So. It'll be a big game for Arsenal, um, similar to the United one we spoke about, Crystal Palace. If they don't win this game, it just says, oh, it's, it's still that Arsenal team that can't win games they should be winning. But yeah. they've had such a good game, such a good start to the season. I, I, I really think Arsenal will will see that game through and take the three points there. Quite an interesting one on Arsenal there. Obviously, Arteta's there. He was at Man City, wasn't he? Right. And all of a sudden, Man City have started dropping... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, a few games. Yeah, yeah, that's quite interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens here because if he... If they don't, because you're right, last season, you could have been, you know, you could have had Sheffield United to win that game. And if they don't now, I think, I, which I don't think they will, I think Arsenal will, will take them. It could be Arteta. Obviously, Man City losing last week and dropping a few few points towards the end of last season. Yeah, I mean, we could, uh, it might make an interesting topic going forward because I think we had, with Mourinho, we finished second and, and it was Rui Farrier, the assistant. He left. Then he ended up 11th, getting sacked, and Oli got the job. And I think Ferguson had a good assistant manager and, and Ollie brought him back, Mike Phelan. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think maybe assistant managers could be an interesting one to potentially look at in, yeah, in the yeah. next few weeks. Um, but yeah, Steve McLaren. He's not Steve McLaren. Um, Wolves. Wolves versus Fulham. Um, yeah. Go on. <laughs> Wolves are going to win. Fulham are, Fulham are terrible. Yeah. They are absolutely terrible. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to predict when Fulham play West Brom. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Just breeze past that one. Yeah, we'll not do that. Like <laughs> <laughs> nil nil, ten ten. <laughs> Wolves are, are going to want to bounce back from from last week. I mean, they're they're going to be too strong. I mean, I think Fulham's goal difference already is sort of like minus seven. Um, Wolves though, they've only won one game, you know. That's it. I know. I know. Not not exactly thirty games into the season. But I thought Wolves would have had a... I thought Wolves more more than that. Yeah, I, th- I thought they'd have been doing better than they have. I mean, they won at Sheffield United the first game of the season. They're not won since, fair enough, they have played City and obviously they lost, lost last week. But starting their season, if they win this game, and they'll know this, if they win this game, they've got six points from four games. That's not a disaster. It's not great, but it's not a disaster either. Yeah. Um, losing this game, three points from four games. That's what your teams that finish 14th, 15th are going to do. And I don't think that's them. I can't see Fulham winning that. No. Um, but yeah, I think Wolves, there's just there's just too much quality. Like like me and you just said, we're surprised they've only won one game. Um, I'm more than confident Wolves will be fine. And um, and yeah, I mean, the three games we've just looked at, the away teams, West Brom, Sheffield United and Fulham. They're early yeah, they're it would not surprise me. I mean, I think... I do feel like Wilder, just the manager he is, not that he won't let it happen, not that he's got a choice to make, we're not going down this year, but I think he will pull this Sheffield United team out of the mess. I don't know, you know, because obviously I, I listen to a lot of radio Sheffield being a Wednesday Friday, and Chris Wilder's done a fantastic job there. There's no denying that. Mm. He's done a brilliant job. But he is the kind of manager to lose his rank with the players. And okay. when he does that, and he, he will stand on radio, stand on TV, and he will say the players weren't good enough players they were terrible this week they weren't good enough commitment that wasn't there they weren't trying 
he is the kind of person to do that. And you can only do that so many times before the players go, hang on a minute, I'm not having this. Yes, I was trying. And all of a sudden, discontent comes within a club. And I'm telling you, that is him. I think Mourinho is famous. Like, his name drops a lot of his players. And like you say, A, you can only do it so many times. And B, mm-hmm. all it takes is for you to do it to the wrong player and you could lose the dressing room. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to pretend to know a massive amount about Chris Wilder. I know he had a good year last year. And from interviews and things, I do see like a decent... I mean, I think it... I think he'll pull them out of this, but um, yeah, so far early season they've not looked, they've not really looked great. He should have left last season. I think he had a chance to go to Everton at some point last season. And oh. I know we weren't doing the show, but I remember saying it at the time: if he doesn't leave quick, he's going to end up becoming the manager that takes them down, and they just go all the way up to come all the way back down again. Yeah. Um, next, we've got the four thirty kickoff: uh, Manchester United versus Tottenham. How do you see that one going? I got it down as a draw. Okay, I mean, I know Mourinho said Bale's not um, not fit enough. Um, I think Man United's best chance um, of winning um, is probably on the counter attack. Like I just said, I think that they look lethal when they went went forward. I mean, but ultimately, um, I, I can see it being a draw, but it all depends on how long Eric Dyer's on the pitch for. <laughs> I mean, if he obviously eats something a bit dodgy like he did last week, he has to run down. You know, might get that window of opportunity. Um, but I think it'll be a draw. I mean, I, I can't. I can see Tottenham scoring. I can see Man United scoring. What have you got? Um, I'm going with a United win. Um, not just because I'm a United fan, but um, the thing is with Mourinho, he, when he has a bad relationship with players and, and he leaves, I always remember when when he when he was our manager and we played Chelsea, Hazard would would really want to make a point and really want to beat him. And I'm not being funny. You've got Pogba, who didn't have a great relationship with Martial. Luke Shaw, there's so many players there that, that would love to get one over on him. So I feel like they'll all raise the game. But yeah, I can remember so many playing against Mourinho's old players, they'd always want to make a point and put in a performance. Um, and it happened when we played Tottenham the last few times. We've The players look like they've stepped up. They really want to put, say to Mourinho, look, we, we can play this way. We're not tracking back all the time. We're not following the fullbacks, but we're not playing defensive and we can still play football. Whereas I think Mourinho is more of a, he'll look at the sort of team and then... He, he will make a plan to stop the team as opposed to make a plan to break down the team. That's mm-hmm. the impression I've always had with Mourinho. And I do feel like we'll step up and, and hopefully take the three points. I know we had a bad start against Crystal Palace, but we've played three games since then and won all three. Luton, uh, Brighton. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Luton. 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 Um, but Brighton and, and Brighton again. And to go away to Brighton twice, yeah, you could say one was... A bit lucky, um, but we still we've still won three games in a row, so we're in good form, and I think we'll, I think we'll win that game. Uh, last game of the weekend is uh, quarter past seven kickoff Sunday night. Aston Villa versus Liverpool. What kind of times that for a kickoff? Oh, quarter past. Seven. I think it's something to do. I think I might be wrong with the pubs closing at ten. So if it was a seven forty-five, I think it works out that they'd have to kick people out with like ten minutes to go. Or something like that. It's uh, it, or a quarter past eight or whatever it is. There was some discrepancy about if you're in the pub watching football and you're a fan and there's five minutes left and they go, right, everyone out, there might be a bit of an issue. So I think they've done a bit early. I think that's why they've done it. But uh, how do you see the game going? Oh, the game? Oh, right. Fair enough. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm going to pick Liverpool to win. Um, as much as it hurts to say that. Um, quite interesting to see the Ross Barkley... Uh, yeah. Signing there with Villa. Obviously, not going to mention too much about it because the next episode we're going to do it's going to be all about the transfer window. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Villa have, 
they're not going to win. But they you know, again, they could score some goals. Liverpool is going to have too much. I don't think there's a great deal for me to say on Liverpool. I mean, everyone, everyone probably knows they're going to win this game. If they don't, obviously I'll be shocked and delighted. Um, but what, what have you got? Um, I'm actually, I, I, I wouldn't. It would not surprise me. I'm, I'm going for a Villa win. It wouldn't surprise me if Villa won. They started the season so well. They're on a high. Liverpool can't win every game, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, so I feel like if there's going to be a game they slip up on, it potentially could be this one. Do you know what I mean, Villa look like they're, they're sort of, again, we spoke about it, they're not, not in a relegation scrub, but I think yeah, they're on yeah. six or nine points already. Yeah. So they've kind of already got that breathing space of, let's see what we can do. It's a different attitude going into games. I do think they're in a bit of a false position, though, because yeah. they, they've, got six, they've got six points. Um and they've got a matching hand, and they're saying, oh, I've got six points, I've got a matching hand. That matching hand is Man City, so that's no guarantee of a win. And they've, they've, they've won, fair play to them, you know, you've got to give them credit. They've won games that, you know, if you want to try and stay up and, and push on in the league, you should win. Mm. Um, and they have won those games, but they're in a false position. They ain't getting nothing from this. Yeah, that'll be interesting. That'll be a good game to watch. I'll be, I'll be looking forward to that one. Um, but Matt, if there's nothing else, do you want to move on to the, the question time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, lovely. Okay, welcome to the question part of the show. Matt, did you want to fire off your question or questions first? I don't know how many you've got there. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. remember earlier today, Adam, I, as I say, I make all my questions up myself. Um, so earlier today, I asked you what your lucky number was. You did. Yeah. Confirm your answer, please. It was number seven. Number seven, um, yeah. If the listeners are interested, it's uh, obviously a big number for Man United. Also, also the month I was born was July, so it's just uh, sort of ties in there. But yeah, carry on. <laughs> That's to get the Man United figure. <laughs> okay, so number seven. Obviously, all the questions are going to be about number seven then. So who, this is quite an interesting one. Who plays number seven for Man City? I know that is uh, Raheem Sterling. That is Raheem Sterling. Yeah. Fair enough. You actually got one right. I am gobsmacked. <laughs> Who is currently seventh in the league table? Premier League table, by the way. Right. Um, it's just, I don't know, so it's just going to be a complete guess. Go on, go on, go on. Um, Guesses are the best, most full answers. Am I standing Tottenham Hotspur? No. No, okay. Leeds. Leeds. Okay, yeah, Leeds, never yeah. got that. Good for them, though. Good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not bad, not bad. This is, this is a really good one. Okay. Who scored... The seventh goal of this season. The seventh goal of the season. Again, is it? Hold on a minute. Let me think. So it was. It would have been. Hold on. So that was the first game. Okay, I'm going to get this. Was it Mohamed Salah? No. It wasn't. No. Who was it? (laughs) I'm going to get this. Was it Mo Salah? It, no, was, in, was, it? it was in it was in the Liverpool Leeds game, wasn't it? <laughs> what the, 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 as soon as that was what, what was it? Five four 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 three. Four, three. Yeah. <laughs> also had seven goals. Didn't it? Do yeah. you want um? Do you want uh? Another did, guess? Yeah. No. Who, who did they play for? It was in that game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was it Liverpool or Leeds player? It, it was Liverpool player. It was a Liverpool player. I don't know. Van Dijk. Did he get one? It was Van Dijk. It was Van Dijk. Can I just ask you a question? You're just going to ask me every possible question there is relating to the number seven. <laughs> I see, it's like that, isn't it? Oh, just for that, who was the seventh president of the United States? <laughs> Drop down and give me seven push-ups. What's seven times seven? Um, no, seriously, there's one more. One okay. more all right, okay. <laughs> seven questions. They were all part. Is it actually seven? Yeah. All right, okay, carry on. This is the last one. Now. I've only got one. I said, okay, so there's not seven questions. <laughs> right, go on. Just remember the theme okay. of, of this. Obviously, seven is the theme. 
What position did Sheffield United finish last season? Should guess. Six. No, it was ninth. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I just thinking. I know he's gonna just try and make it look stupid. Here. Did he actually finish ninth? Yeah. Oh God, they must so have right end after. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Okay, interesting one here for you, Matt. Um, without looking at the teams or their logos or anything like that. Yeah. Of the twenty Premier League clubs. Club logos, so what they wear on this shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thanks for clarifying that. Yeah. <laughs> How many of them include some form of animal? Some form of animal? Yes. Animals. Uh, I can't. Do you know if, you know if we were going to add like 15 minutes on things, I probably could <laughs> think of them all, but we're not going to do that. So basically, who's got an animal on the logo? Yes. Okay. Could have said that. How many? It would be 20. Uh, 11. Yeah. Is that 11? <laughs> Every week. You look at my notes. <laughs> Every single week. I've got another question for you. No, I'm not playing anymore. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Signing off. Mate, right, I'm about to go out and buy a lottery ticket now. <laughs> um, Come on, we'll finish one more question for the listeners. Okay, so... Who is the only football club mm-hmm. that doesn't have a vowel in the first five letters? <laughs> is this some Russian club? That... No, no, it's an English club. It's an English club, okay. A vowel in the first five letters. Just to clarify, a vowel is A-E-I-O-U. Yes. And can you give me a clue what what league what, what league they're in? I can't give you a clue because I'll narrow it down too much. Because... Okay, okay. But um, I can tell you. Mm. Their manager mm-hmm. is a former England manager. Okay, tell us a guess. Is it an English football club? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> you, I've already asked that. Answer. You have only. I was just thinking. I'm sure Sven's in China. <laughs> going well off I have no idea no idea I couldn't even venture a guess it wouldn't be a guess because there'd be a vowel in the name but I can't think of one <laughs> Rotherham without the O <laughs> definitely not them it's Crystal Palace we got oh, them in wow okay good good let me double check that to you. <laughs> verify this starts with a silent A <laughs> Okay, perfect, lovely. Uh, but if nothing else, Matt, we'll get this one wrapped up and um, we'll be with you guys again on Friday. Tuesday. On Tuesday, that's <laughs> correct. Thank you for clarifying that. Um, yeah, lovely. So thanks for listening, guys.